All right, everybody. Welcome to Yeah, But Still. Joining us today via Zoom, uh, Sean Yeaton of the band Parquet Courts. Uh, we have we have one court with us today. I thought we were going to get more courts, but you know what? We're, yeah, it's just in some. You know, my text didn't go through to those guys. Damn, but it's all right. I, they all say hi. It's really a pleasure to be here. You know, I'm I'm honestly genuinely excited. They didn't even respond. Right. Your your boys didn't. Res- the rest of the courts didn't respond. I might have been in airplane mode when I tried to send. That I'm that happens, sure. dude, for sure. I can't Par- remember. Parquet exactly. courts, fresh off. The Obama playlist. Obama playlist. Oh, yeah. off the Obama playlist. That is huge. How did it feel? So weird. I don't know. It felt good, I think. To know it was Barack himself listening to your music. I like to imagine it. You know, it's just a tricky thing because I think that on the one hand, as a rule, I think that like, I mean, obviously Obama, probably the last like exciting, you know, positive presidential experience, I feel. You remember, like, when you'd come home and have to go through customs when Obama was the president and you'd see his, like, picture up at, like, the gate or whatever. You're like, ah, oh, fuck, finally. Like, I don't have to talk about, like, how I don't have a gun to people in Germany anymore. Or, like, people don't just, like, assume I eat, like, fast food all yeah, the, the time. Yeah, the high of 2008. Yeah, it was nice. Just come back and be like, oh, like, Yo, listen, here. we just changed the world. Everything's yeah, going to get fl- better. Everything felt so Everything good, is fixed. You know? Nothing bad will happen. Nothing catastrophic. Great. Nothing you know, was an embarrassment for racism plenty solved. of time. <laughs> solved. It was fine. Everything was, was fine. Yeah. But then it was like, and whatever, you know, I can appreciate uh, um, that at the very least his, um, like, Legacy. I mean, depending on how deep into it, like I can't. You don't go have to go deep into your, deep. what you think about Obama. He, he, he deported more people than Trump. That's the, you know the thing is it's like that's yeah, where Brandon, it's, it's called like, getting things done. He's the one word. of these. He was working. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's problematic because it's like yeah, of course, like I prefer to, you know I prefer it, but at, at the same time it's kind of like interesting prefer to imagine what? to like have like to be on of any president's like year end playlist. But then I. To think about it, it's like who else does that? There's no like. Oh, you didn't. You didn't like want to get on the Trump version of that. The Trump year end playlist. What on earth would that be? Oh, like, it would just be like surreal a, for sure. Like I a would, serious XM radio station that it, was just like left on like scan or such. Like what even would his be? I don't think does he, he listens listen? to to music like that. No, I don't. No I think way. Trump like straight up does not listen to music. <laughs> There's I no mean, chance he listens to music. It's something else. Yeah, maybe talk radio. I bet like drills and shit, like weird, like high pitched drills and stuff like that. <laughs> or like this, like whatever the sound of like, um, I don't know, like whatever sound that fucked up fish, like an angler fish makes. You know that thing with like a light on its head? It's like way deep in the ocean. Mm-hmm. Do, you think, do you think Obama listens to drone music? I like to imagine him listening to like Sun or something. I don't know. It's hard even, yeah. you know, I think that he did a really good job of having, a, he put himself in a situation where, you know, I guess from like a marketability standpoint, he was the type of president that could have like as part of his portfolio, like um, a playlist type thing. Dude, that, I'm reading you know? it right now. First of all, <laughs> I mean this politely, but it seems that you guys barely squeezed in there because you were listed barely. 27. You were number 27 of 27. Oh my Mitsuki God. Mitski being number one. Ooh. But I mean, if you were to believe that Barack Obama is actually listening to this music... He has way better taste than me because I have you know, probably like discovered five new songs last year. It's interesting to be on this, you know, getting uh, like placement like that on a playlist is, is exciting for a band with no 
we have like no social media. Our like presence on the internet is in, is completely blank. Like we have oh, like damn. a WordPress. Our so you can't like promote WordPress this podcast site. in any way. You're not gonna be able to post this episode. Oh well, I will because I've damn. got like at least I mean, four thousand followers on Instagram. Maybe we, we just probably, call it all off. We could call it off. I mean, that's not a bad point. I'll get somebody to say something about it. Maybe I'll ask like a football player. To Obama. Do yeah, Obama will do it. He'll he asked did to you, respond to my. Did shit. you guys get a, a bump from the Obama playlist? Like, did, I don't was know. It noticeable? I, th- I think that like it's. I never am really given too much um, access to. The, I mean, not that I would even know where to begin, but like I guess you don't in have a the way, data. I will say, yeah, I don't. I don't have the data in front of me, unfortunately. However, I will say, and I'll circle back with you about it. But it is funny because like the very if if I ever you know hear anything about it, it's usually you know I'll get texts. I think even you texted me and you're like, "Congratulations on the Obama thing." And I was like, "What the fuck is it?" Like, I didn't know if you were just congratulating like congratulating me on like some kind of like classified thing that got finally like released. Oh, we you didn't like, know yeah. you were on it when I texted you? No, I think you were the. That was the first. Congratulations had, uh, on the Obama thing. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Holy shit! I can't believe it! Finally, Area 51 open to the public." But it was like. Um, and then it, it's a lot of that. Like it'll be texts from people or something. And then like, you know, uh, and then by the end of the day, you know, maybe my mom or something like that. But then on Twitter, I'll see like occasionally, you know, what people are saying about it. And it's usually kind of like that we're, that it's a kind of a bad thing. Like we're not punk anymore because of it. Oh, damn. And I'm like, not punk anymore. Were you guys Fuck. punk? I'm still like, I don't know. I, I think that like it, that was a slightly that you know it hurts a little bit when you see that because like part of me is like oh shit there were still like like punks that were you know really relying on us to stay punk. When did and you guys form? Been, well, in 2010. Okay, so it's been a while. Yeah, and it was like I you know I we had all been in bands. I was in bands before like that did you know like DIY hardcore bands and all that shit, and. um that's how I even knew or met Andrew was like uh, my old band played a show in his old band's living room in Texas. And like that's how, just how we became friends. And uh, through like message boards or whatever, like Viva La Vinyl and all of this. Mm-hmm. And what, you know, that whole world was, you know, where I um, cut my teeth, so to speak. But so in a way we were punk, I may, maybe to start off in the early days, but I don't know. Not anymore, I mean, I let me, let me uh, turn on screen share really quick. Oh, yeah. Could show you. This is something I don't find very punk. That's Ellen. Oh, oh. Ellen. I've never watched this. I You've can't never watch watched it. your performance on Ellen? I can't watch it. It's, oh, I, strap in, baby. Now. You're watching it right now. No. I, wasn't, I was. I mean, look. This is okay. Tough for me. I mean, so for the audience at home, <laughs> we're watching Ellen Tube right now. Oh my God, Ellen. Oh, Ellen Tube. Ellen Tube is her own. Ellen Hub. Room. This is, wait, Brandon, you, I feel like you would know better than me. Is this like the same show she's been doing the whole time? The Ellen show? Is it, or is it the Ellen DeGeneres show or was it just called Ellen? It's, it's called Ellen. But there was like an Ellen sitcom that preceded it. But whatever. Okay. Right. Was so, so this was like, that's, that's, when, that's when she came out back in the day. She, yes. she had the, the sitcom, but you no, the show's just called you, Ellen. You played yeah. like the main feed of Ellen. Straight up like. Yeah. This wasn't even our, we. We did this before. We You've played been on, on Ellen a, before. You circle yeah. back? Super odd, like, choices we've made, really, sort of, like, historically as a band. And, I mean, not to say, look, like, it's just fascinating because whenever we've initially played Ellen, it kind of came off as, like, a... 
I don't know. You know, she's got this insane viewership. Yeah. Right. Um, but like, the li- it's sort of like Wordle in a way, right? Like if you were to guess five random people in an Ellen like audience that might like parquet courts, like. I don't know. It would take you a fucking lot, like a lot of tries to pick them out. Like I don't think how'd that guys, anybody. Yeah, how'd you end up on Ellen uh, she twice? She likes. She likes us. Really? Like, literally, Ellen. Ellen herself. That's the only reason. Because I mean, it is. I've. I'll tell you what. I. You're rocking I enjoy, out there. I'm looking. You look good. I have fun. You know. I mean, I. I truly. No, enjoy this is a good. This tunes. is a good performance. And, and you man, guys sound this, good live. I've never seen you live, but like this sounds really nice. It was you know? fucking weird. Well, it's just crazy because, well, for, okay, so the first time we played Ellen, it was like, um, you know, it kind of was a big thing for us because we were like, oh, you know, we should use it as an opportunity to maybe like do something kind of subversive or whatever. Maybe like I sent an email that had like a video of at the drive-in playing on like Jimmy Kimmel or something like that. Yeah, like, yeah. See yeah. how this guy throws his guitar. We should be doing or like, you know, I was like, we could do something crazy or whatever. And I, you know, I'll have like a shitload of messed up. I think for this, I really wanted stilts, but nobody takes me seriously. Mm-hmm. And um, anyway, the first time we we got asked to play, it was kind of like, what an odd thing. Like, why, you know? And, you know, we've done other late night shows and we've done, we've been on TV and whatnot, but like, it feel, you know, like Jimmy Fallon or Conan, like there were, it felt um, right in a way or something, you know, late yeah. night uh, talk show or whatever. But this just was like so odd, like you know, like I'll. It just w- doesn't make any sense, de- like demographic wise or something. But like our publicist was just like, no, I mean, she just like likes your band. You can't like, turn uh, down Ellen. I don't think that's like. I know even that's the thing, an option. I think, yeah, I, I'm pretty it's like sure meeting you get, with like, the mafia. You know, it's like if if the boss calls on you, you're showing up. Like whether it's, it's absolutely on your own true. Or, but we did have in. a lot of, we had a lot of like, you know, it was just like, I don't know, it makes, it just seems to make no sense at all. And we were, we had to play Wide Awake, which at the time, the song, we had never played live. And it turns out was at the time fucking really hard to play live. Is this one and, of your um, new songs? Like, is it because it was a newer song at the time? Yeah, it was like for um, the album Wide Awake, we like premiered the song Wide Awake on Ellen. <laughs> and, I remember, and I had like some idea. You know, do you know that band Destruction Unit? Yeah. So I'm friends with. I guess we're all friends with those guys. But I texted Jess from Destruction Unit. I basically texted a bunch of the craziest people I knew, and asked them if they wanted to play with us on Ellen when we did Wide Awake. Because that song was like, I was like, I don't know. I mean, how did we even record this song? It was basically just us like screaming or like sh- like shouting. You know, definitely not playing the instruments and singing at the same time. And like all of a sudden we're like, oh fuck, this song like requires us to do that. Yeah, none of us can. None of us can do it. And so like, we um just in, we got a bunch of like people together. So it's like destruction unit, just like six freaks on acid, with like modular synthesizers. Our friend Mary with she is a harpist, but she was playing like bongos. Just like all these random people, um like the destruction unit dudes drove up from Arizona. It was just fucking crazy. And so we were like, oh, that's funny. That's like a funny way to do that. And um, and it was fine, except for most people, you know, like in the audience. So just you like, really did this on Ellen. Yeah, yeah. You can How many fi- people you can... did you have on stage? I haven't seen that clip. I just, Brandon Excellent. told me you were on Ellen recently, so I pulled it up. 
It was like us. Oh my god! You guys had like us. experimental analog electronic instruments yeah. on stage. With <laughs> there was oh yeah, I'm like seeing a, it. Yeah, it was a lot going on. Jarvis from Woods was there. Oh was a shit! Bunch of, I think Jarvis was playing like something weird too. Like maybe not an instrument. Maybe like a I don't know. He it was had like some a full kind of odd Brooklyn indie review. Oh, wow! Whoa! Look at it. A song that I love Whoa. so very much. It's called Wide Awake. Please welcome Parquet yeah. Courts. She means it. She requested oh it. You could tell. She's not lying. Here we go. Oh, wow. You have a shitload of people on there. Yeah. Terrifying. Whoa. Everybody's got right. a haircut. Yeah, damn. You have oh, like 20 God. people on stage. It was mental. Look at Andrew's wearing an insane outfit. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I'm familiar oh. with this song. So that was our thing for that. We were like, we'll just do something weird. And then we get asked again. And so at this at this um, taping, she came up to us and was like, um, you know, she has these, had these like piercing blue eyes mm-hmm. that were just crazy. Insane. Did you, like you're did you get lost? Like, did you get lost in Ellen's beautiful it eyes? It was like a kind it was it was actually more like in Breath of the Wild, that Zelda game I've been playing so fucking much. Yep. When like one of like a Lizalfos freezes you. It was oh, more, okay. Cool. Yeah. Wow. Scary, but also kind of like wow. It's just impressive. gamer stuff, Brandon. You wouldn't understand. Oh, God, you know? Zelda. Just God I mean, I understand getting lost stuff. in Ellen's beautiful. That's eyes. true. Um, and she kind of came up to us and was uh, and asked us at at that filming at that taping if we wanted to play or no. She asked if we could play Stone and Starving because that was her favorite song, I guess. And we. Oh, she's like in. She's listening. Yes, she put us she's on. Not like on an like, end play, she's not on the Spotify playlist. She's like got the it's vinyl. We, she has gone out of her way to be like, you like I like your band, legitimately like your band, and I happen to have like the most popular TV show like in America. Would you like to um, play your band's music so that all of America can hear it? And it's like, it seems ostensibly like that's like holy shit! Like what an awesome opportunity! Like thank you, Ellen. That makes. Uh, so happy because that means like we're gonna be like rich now like you, and um, but in reality it's like she happens to like us. She wanted to but, see the band, right? But nobody who watches Ellen <laughs> likes party. You picked course. up zero zero fans no from that fucking somehow. Chance does zero like, like zero of thirty million. Absolutely. I mean, th- I'm just like shocked that that people in the audience didn't throw whatever free gift under their seat they had at us. Like it was like. Just so you're like you're like on the the Warner Brothers lot in, yes. in Burbank. Oh my! There's God. a bunch of uh, moms who've been herded, <laughs> and uh, you know they've had some like audience warm up guy uh, yes. play a bunch of pop songs that they're they're dancing to until <laughs> Ellen comes out. Yes, they're they're there to see Ellen, and then absolutely you know, they, they love Twitch you know. or whatever his name. They, I mean, the, the like at that time, like specifically. For that taping, the vibe was really, you know, positive because all the like stuff about her hadn't like come out yet, you know. But she was nice. Oh, that, she was, that she was mean. That she was mean. She was guilty of being mean, right? Guilty of it. being mean, which I'm just which kind is of not. Like, well, it's not. It would not be a crime if it wouldn't have been a problem if her whole public identity wasn't being nice. She betrayed the yeah. brand. Right. Yeah. I don't look. I don't know the details of it, obviously, but like, I feel that. I mean, look, being backstage at that place two times, the amount of like 75 inch screen TVs she's giving away just for no reason. I mean, that's one way. Like, she's very uh, philanthropic. She seems really she's, nice. Do you know what like, she reminds me of? Is like 
you know, there's all these old stories of like the mafia where like you would hear like Al Capone would like kidnap some jazz performer and like make them do like an all night set. Yeah. You know, like that's happened like a few times or even more so like the cartel guys will like kidnap some singer and like make them perform for a party. Absolutely. I feel like that's yeah, the vibe. Like she takes care, she's given out TVs to the community, you know, yes. but you also, she has a dark side. You don't want to mess with her. But at and the same look, time, like, you're going to play the fuck out of that song. Well, that's the thing. So Ellen we said yes. no. We, t- we straight up said no to her. I feel like she maybe even invited us over. She was like, Portia and I would like to hear Stoned and Starving. Whoa. And it's so crazy because she drives a Porsche to the... like. There so are, she drives like, Porsche in a Porsche. Porsches are everywhere. There's so much Porsche. And... Um, it's it was interesting because yeah the first time we were there she did she asked I feel like she invited us over to which I'm always just like yes absolutely of course but not you imagine you like, curved her this time well the first time it was just kind of like a you know it had been kind of a tense um, you know the like the path of getting there I, being able to do it at all involved kind of like a lot of you know getting a lot of people on LSD and all like there was like Wait, a are lot you actually going on LSD I wasn't but they were. There was, you know, we had to make it as like comfortable for us as possible because it was such like an odd thing, you know. And um, the way you get comfortable is to take acid before going on the Ellen show. Not always. I don't necessarily do that kind of thing any longer. But how I, many but people? Yeah. How many people were on acid on? Yeah, this doesn't sound convincing. At any, like, I was the only one not doing it. I wasn't on. At, I know that at least three or four people were on acid actively during the taping of that thing. Oh, but wow. none of uh, none of us in the band. I think we were all too nervous because we hadn't played that song, and we have done it like one time at that fuck. What's it called? Pickathon, this festival in Happy Valley, Oregon. It's so good. It's just like, it's like the most ridiculous. Wonderful festival. But part of it that's crazy, there's like a barn. The first time we ever played there, we all took acid before we played. And it was so fucking crazy to do that because it was it's just like impossible to play music. You know, everything is coming to life. It just makes no sense. And like it must have been horrible. It must have sounded absolutely horrible. But Isn't it was that so like much Santana fun. like Carlos Santana when he played Woodstock was like the first time he took acid and he said that like oh. His guitar neck was like a snake that he was wrestling with. That makes that completely <laughs> can relate to that. Absolutely, one hundred percent. I mean, it's, you've seen that one one video of Carlos Santana and Bob Dylan getting interviewed together. No. I have not. Is it funny? Because they were they were on they yeah they they went on tour one year and uh, Bob Bob is just so over it. In this oh my video. god, I love to fucking see old footage like that. There was a really great one of Neil Young that I like to watch for a while, where he just has like a rock of cocaine in his nostril. I think during like that pulling this up. Yes. Oh my oh, god. No, I mean, the I, the Santana or the cocaine. Oh, I would say I think it. I, I think pull them both. Pull them both up. Okay. 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 By the way, speaking of El- Ellen earlier, yeah. I just I did just remember when you were talking about Portia de Rossi. That's right. Um, you know. Kind of a kind of a you know roundabout connection here, but you guys you know you have a you have a song called Tenderness, yeah. And there's a you know there's a there's an Eminem song where Eminem, <laughs> we we made you by Eminem. Yeah. He goes, sorry Portia, what's Ellen DeGeneres have that I don't? Are you telling me tenderness? Oh my God, that's so Jesus. good. Yeah. That's incredible. <laughs> Yeah, it's the same. It's the same song where he's like, uh, you know, Lindsay, please come back to seeing man, seeing men. Samantha's a two. You're practically a ten. 
So he's wow. just trying to he's trying to fuck a, a few famous uh, lesbians and bisexual women oh, on this, on this Eminem, song. What was, I didn't know maniac. he dissed Samantha Rodson. He didn't. Di- he didn't diss her. He just and said he that called he her wanted. A dude? To, well, a yeah, I guess so. I guess that is a diss. But I yeah, remember he, the first the I guess Slim Shady LP when that thing came out. My God, you know it's interesting to listen back to a lot of that stuff because it's just like uh, it's fascinating how just brilliant the, that fella's imagination was. The, the the portraits he painted with his lyricism was he really mind did. boggling. And I was like a I was really really into new metal when Eminem came out. You know, mm-hmm. like I loved Corn. Oh. I fucking loved mm-hmm. Family yeah. Values tour. And I think that Eminem. Sort of, I mean, I guess he never really like fit in directly. Uh, I mean, a most violent people, imagination. I mean, it was like he didn't have like a collab, like there was that Cypress Hill, like there was like a new metal version of that one Cypress Hill song. But yeah, Eminem was like almost he almost transcended something like you'd never see him, he would just as likely make fun of Fred Durst as he would in sync while the like new metal. Like boy band. Yeah, he was just he was coming in there saying stuff about everybody. And I feel like I was still at the age at that point too, where it was like I was saying shit like I like all music but country and rap. Oh yeah, one of those. I mean, Limp Bizkit as a concept is so fascinating in a way, right? It's like, um, it's like you got these five. I mean, they're kind of like Wordle. In a way, <laughs> not to keep bringing it back to Wordle, but that's like, your look, that's your new thing is I just like you know what every, everything is shitload of like Wordle, a lot of like Wordle. I don't know, <laughs> like was that have we talked about it yet on the episode officially? Before we started recording, we were talking a lot about Wordle. Oh, we having a and lot now of you big, keep big making Wordle, Wordle based. Talk. Yeah, I like to be like, well, you know, it reminds me of Wordle, but in a way, <laughs> this one I feel like so, sort of seriously does because it's like this is five people who like I like to just imagine an origin story, even though I don't, even though I kind of more or less do know it, I guess. Any new metal band's origin story tends to revolve around like a shitty part of the country with nothing else to do or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, they're such a fascinating example to me because they're all weird in their own special way. Whereas like a corn for the like at the original lineup of corn, I think the only like the drummer is different now or something. But most of the dudes in Corn, like three out of five of them, look a lot alike. Yeah, they're the like all guitar player. Yeah, uniformly weird. Yeah, yeah, wearing skirts and like slit, or yeah, kilts slip rather. Not, all that shit. There's never, you know, usually a, like a new metal band. You know, there there is like a requirement for there to be something like that stands out above all else, whether it's a DJ or like some strange like visual element, like being able to like suck your own dick or something like that. But with Limp Bizkit, they were, they were all over the place. Like, there were clearly, like, five kids who, like, were in detention at the same time or something. Yeah. And it was just, like... That was my plan I, growing up. I was, like, I assumed that I would be able to be in a Limp Bizkit-style band professionally. Oh, or an God, MTV I, VJ. Like, one of the two. Neither yes. Neither profession is really available It's a anymore. shame. I mean, I, I, in eighth grade, for my eighth grade talent show, my band at the time played... We covered Faith... We covered the oh. Biscuits cover of Faith. Edited? Did you guys edit yourself? I'm sure. No, you know what? The kid, the the singer of that group, Sal DeFranco, I'm pretty sure he's Shout out Sh- in Sal. prison. Oh, Sal shit. DeFranco. Why? I mean, it's all good. Rest in peace. I mean, or, he was know, just one of free, those kids, like, son of a firefighter. Probably the first, like, you know, I never had, like, tough friends. I mean, I don't know. This is eighth grade. So he was probably, one, like, my first, like, tough friend. And, uh... He liked me for whatever reason, and it was just kind of interesting because, like, 
he was scary. He was a scary person who got in fights and shit. And yeah. like, I was just like, oh boy, like, holy smokes, I can't believe it. I have like a Marilyn Manson t-shirt on. And he was like, you know, went fully finished with puberty by eighth grade, was just like, had like a 12 pack of abs for no reason. And like, oh yeah, I love one of these, you know, the classic, like, classic know. caricature. Like, when does that happen? Is it like one pube at a time or did you just wake some, up? like Some bush? kids in middle school just have abs. It's insane. Nobody's working out. Well, I remember like, seeing like uh, a kid at fucking baseball camp. Yeah, didn't it jacked? And that's confusing. like it's the first time you, as a kid, see a fellow kid who's jacked. You're like, am I? It, are we supposed to have those? Like, I. It's yes. a weird. Yeah, it's a memory that sticks with you. Absolutely. It, it, it was very unsettling. It didn't it's sit right with me. Super unsettling. Yeah. And you got to think that, like, they might, I mean, there's the whole, like, they, like, peak at a certain age. But these kids were just, like, 69ing people and, like, getting girls pregnant when, I mean, we couldn't have been, we were 12 or 13 years old. It was just insane how grown up Sal DeFranco and some of his friends that I guess became my friends uh, were. And uh, he was, like, the singer of the Limp Biscuit of our, for our thing. I'm sure he, said fuck i mean he was like just constantly suspended or like you know one of those like situations where it was like he was never really not in trouble and i think yeah i don't know there's a lot of weird kids like that but at any rate yeah i mean i had like seven string guitars where was this shit. too like where oh, this is on the north shore of massachusetts okay salem like you know near the where the witches were all uh killed. got it i'm i'm just kind of running a quick google search seeing if i could find him Sal Franco. I think that he was like in the, he was like a Navy SEAL. Bro, I found I him. Heard. No, Navy? Navy SEAL. Really? Dead? You're saying, no, I don't think he's dead. Oh, fuck. Oh, do you think he loves this podcast? I don't think we have SEAL <laughs> listeners, but Hi, Sal. he looks like he's doing good. Shit, that's him. That is Sal. Anyway, Military.com. Oh How God, coffee saved the life of a Navy SEAL. Oh my God. This is so crazy. Here you are like, talking shit, saying he's in jail. In 2008, oh before his second deployment to Iraq, Navy SEAL Sal DeFranco was hit by a car and sustained traumatic brain injury. The trajectory of his life was dramatically altered. Little did he know how coffee would help him recover and lead to a different path of serving the community. Um, blah, blah, blah. Looks like he started a coffee company called oh uh, Battle Brew. God. And then Dark Ops. Um, Holy shit. I've been telling my mom for years that my mom, Sal, if you're listening, still is always like, what's up with Sal DeFranco? How's that guy? Growing up, Sal, growing up, Sal DeFranco was mercilessly bullied by a bandmate named Sean <gasps> Eaton. Can you imagine? Um, <laughs> I wish no, that it was that mentioned in here. Dude, <laughs> that would be so mental. I'm sure Sal there's DeFranco like all- says that the only thing worse than his traumatic brain injury was growing up with Sean Eaton of the band <laughs> Parquet Courts. Dude, he looks oh. like he's doing. He looks great. I'm happy to see that. That picture on the left is. I feel like I've seen that same one. You should pin it. Is it a Pinterestable thing? I mean, it's, yeah. I, I'll just send you I, this later. You I know? mean, he literally looked like exactly like this. I mean, he could jump four or five feet. Oh yeah, like I do like that. The there's a ground. there's a Pinterest button on uh, military.com. Oh my god, <laughs> Sal. I just like really thought he had passed. I thought he got murdered. I don't know. And, but like, I'm glad that he didn't. I'm glad Dude, he's he doing looks well. like, yeah, he looks like he's doing great. And I mean, he does not, like, now, he does not oh look God. like a guy who was 69ing people when he was 12. He's in love. He didn't peak. He's still good. This is, I mean, I'm really he happy. He looks to see great, it. honestly. He really does. 
This picture of just like a what is this a like a huge gun, a huge pistol down here in the middle. There's a lot of yeah. Well, good for Sal. I mean, he looks like Adam Driver kind of. Jesus Christ. He's good looking. Um, which is kind of well. unfortunate cuz you know, you'd like to tell yourself that if you were banging when you're 12, like that's your peak and it's all downhill from there. I know, it's kind of no, fucking me he up. He just kept going. He became a Navy SEAL and now he Never seems to be stopped. really happy. He, he probably knows all kinds of like tantric out. moves and shit. He's been doing it since he's twelve, so it's like he can ha- like probably hold his breath for like minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, yeah, because of the buds training and stuff. Unbelievable! That's so fucked up. Uh, well, Jesus, I'm happy for Sal, but he was yeah, he was. Uh, you got to reconnect. I will. I will try to. Hit I mean, him up, I think I you probably should because there's probably going to be listeners who will, you know. He was always really nice Instagram. and loyal. He was like he was a good friend. I think I was a, he was a little too. Um, I don't know if I was ready to be his friend at the time. Oh, I mean, God, I could. Re- yeah. I don't. You don't have to convince me. I know exactly the type of friend you're talking about. Where like you're in a little bit over your head via music, and you start hanging yeah. out with people that are like you're like, oh, dude, like yeah, we listen listen to the same bands, but I still don't. <laughs> I just still don't really know what sex is. It's so crazy. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but like, I want to know. I don't fully know. I want you to tell me just enough so that I can like lie to my current best friend about 69ing after like the semi formal. Yeah. It yeah, is we crazy. 69, it's... like that's just the go to. But it kind of was. 69ing yeah. was a thing of the past. I mean, or maybe was... he wasn't even, actually 69ing. Fun. Maybe he was just like, he didn't know either and he like was kissing or, you know, kind of like. Yeah. Oh, you think dry he might humping. have been bluffing? Well, or like he just was told the wrong thing, you know, when you're young enough and you're like, yeah, 69ing is when you like. Like rub really hard up against the person. Oh my god! Just like, I remember Man, I was sixty nineing like all day. <laughs> that shit was so it's so funny. I was just talking about this recently, actually, about like the sort of like scrambled porn era. Like you know, my, oh yeah, I, I would like go out to Colorado. Brother. My dad lived in Colorado growing up, and his apartment. You know, he, they would get the like scary looking, like you know, negative image or like poltergeist looking, like you know. F- just static porn, which in hindsight I feel like must have been at least partially done on purpose. You know, like how like the AOL like booting up sound isn't like they had to make that because they're like, you know, an audio engineer, it, like yeah, sound design. Yeah, we have to make it seem like it sounds like something when the like internet gets turned on. So somebody fucking wrote that like, like, like Mersbo or some shit like made that. And I mean, I don't think that's who it was, but it would be cool if it was. Anyway, I feel like with static porn and all that, like in a way, they must have there must have been people working at like the desk or whatever that were able to just be like, let's just make sure some of it can get out. So those little like horny like jagoffs in Colorado can. <laughs> You're just, saying like, there's like a, a scrambled taste. porn god that like yeah, intentionally like, just, like, like get them addicted and then make it fucking black light reverse or whatever. What Uh-oh. was the first? Who was the first naked body you've seen besides uh, pro- your family members? Oh my God! Well, there's a couple. In, I mean, probably in Point Break, the scene with the naked like Nazi girlfriend in the shower. Okay. You know, like, I, yeah. My I loved Point Break. I guess that was the other thing too. Like my dad would always let me watch rated R movies, and he'd send me home with them. And my mom. Oh, he's giving be, you copies. Yes, and my mom like obviously hated it, but at that age too, it was like the that thing where parents were just like they knew how to like walk into a room during like the one part of 
point break where there's like huge boobs. And it's like, mom, it's not about this though. (laughs) I know what you're seeing right now. She's got boobs and Anthony Kiedis is getting shot. But like, this is about surfing. This is about us against the system. And she's just like, turn it off. You know, just shit like that. And point break, that was definitely up there. But also one time, so fucked up. This wasn't a naked person, but my divorced parents when I was a kid, these like two people are like so they got like Massachusetts divorce, which is basically just like you split the check at the ninety nine and never talk to each other ever again. Huh. And like or the ground round. You know, like who the fuck knows? My mom was just like, Yeah, one day he just left with your brother and sister and then I <laughs> stayed and raised you by myself. You should say happy birthday to him. And I'm like, should I say happy birthday to him? But like the thing, the point is that like they had like an acrimonious end to their relationship, but with like no real like even a like slight attempt at trying to like patch things up. So for years they never talked to each other at all. And like one summer, my mom was with me in Colorado, and it was just a weird afternoon where it was like me and both of them at the same time, and they had like nothing at all in common. It was always so awkward. Like my mom would be smoking a Virginia Slim, and my dad would be smoking like a Camel Light. And they couldn't even like find, they would, like you could see, they were trying to make like cigarettes the way they could like have something in common, but they couldn't do anything. So they were like, let's just go see a movie or whatever. And I was like, okay. And they decided to take me to go see There's Something About Mary in the theater, like in the daytime. And it was just the three of us sitting in the theater. I don't even know how old I was when that movie came out, but it was just like right off the bat. I'm fucking in the middle of my parents who are just like the kind of people who would, their main advice that they've like given to me about shit has been like, if you didn't see it, it didn't happen. Or like, you know, like, (laughs) you know, they're like not the best at being parents or whatever. (laughs) Um, They certainly were never like trying to be talking to me about like anything about sex or anything like that. And so all of a sudden it's just like that movie starts and bang, like hard R word, like fucking nutsack is caught in like jeans. There's like jizz and stuff involved. And I'm just like, you had to be young enough that it was like not a, you know, like I knew, but I didn't know if they knew that I knew. And I'm like, oh fuck, like, is this going to be like a thing where like, they must be sitting there being like, I guess I have to describe, I have to tell them about jizz. But (laughs) the reasons for it in their head, I like to imagine are so different because my dad, he's like, well, if I don't tell him what jizz is, he won't get the joke. And my mom is like, I guess I'd better tell him what jizz is because if I don't tell him what jizz is, then like he'll never know how like babies are made. I hate, I hate finding out. I hate when you're a kid and you find out what jizz is. Oh, and <laughs> I, so crazy. I my I remember, uh, you know, getting the talk. Getting oh my the talk God. about what jizz is. Oh, what did I don't what, know if I tell yeah. me, Brandon. What was my dad? My dad said uh, it's a my my dad was like. You know, if if somebody you know simulates your your penis, there's a it'll release a milky substance. Wow. I was like, oh, hell God. no! What? Why did wow. this? Why did this man say milky substance? Oh my God! Hell, man. hell no! How old were you, Dude. Brandon? That's I, a hell. I, that's a hell no moment. Before you've now, I remember. Uh, seventh grade. Ooh, Ooh that's yeah, rough. That's your dad is yeah, a wonderful man, but like he's the mix between like straightforward and very nice and i feel like he would have given you like a very well it's uh, yeah because i i think like kids were to talk um, to (laughs) kids are kids at school were talking about wet dreams and i didn't know what that was like are you wet in a dream or and then he you thought it was like about dreams about boogie boarding (laughs) or something so yeah yeah, i thought it was like yeah yeah oh yeah you're (laughs) 
You're on a surfboard with all of your friends. Uh, that's how, yeah, that sounds awesome. <laughs> you're like uh, telling your parents every day you dream about like surfing or something. And you're like, another wet dream last night. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> I, I feel like we should be talking about this more. Like, what could it mean? <laughs> I mean, it's, I, I love that shit. Like, that's kind of like weird, like, you know, lost in not even trans. Like, it's like whatever it is, like that strange kind of like fucked up game of telephone that gets mm-hmm. like when, you, you know, information is handed down to you in so many steps that by the time it reaches you, like I remember going. Oh, this is after, a very heavily recurring motif on this podcast. Oh, yeah, this, this is podcast, basically the premise of this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, I'm obsessed with this sort of shit because it's like, I mean, I even feel like this was the reason why in part of, I was like partly stressed, not stressed, but I I know that there's so many fucked up things that I would love to talk to you guys about because there's like just bizarre avenues. Like there's like a whole web, like internet hijinks road that I was like thinking about going down at one point, but I don't even want to do that right now. But the like nostalgia, uh, like storytelling thing, I'm obsessed with this. In fact, I feel like you guys maybe talked about porn in the woods on one of the episodes. Um, dude, I mean, how, yeah, I'm sure. How many times? Dude, I mean, listen to this. First of all, obvi- like, pornos in the woods. It's not only like such an insanely like, like essential aspect of like my childhood. I actually, in fact, I do voiceover a lot for my friend Kieran, who's an animator. He did a whole. I gotta find these videos for you guys. They're like, he did all these videos that were like sort of of us as kids, and one of them is all about the like, the sketchy kid with like the orange soda mustache who like tells you where the porn is hidden in the woods and stuff. Sorry to circle back, but Brandon, are you seeing this, what I'm showing you? Oh, yeah. Well, real quick, I did want to, before we get into this, I, d- I did want to say I, Please. I do I do think it's it's very funny to me thinking about, uh, you know, the, the idea of like an orange soda, you know, orange soda mustache kid uh, being like, oh, guys, like, I found porn in the woods, but now? Yes. <laughs> like Dude. that kid... Like the the idea of like that kid existing in 2022. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> like, because, just, like, what is that kid now? It's well, so crazy. Well, like just that, just being like you're 20 years post internet porn. Yeah. Being readily accessible, and you you show up to school and you're like, guys, I found pornography in the woods. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> it would just be kind of like, oh my god, like there used to be a house be, there that. That'd be the out. the wildest the wildest kid. I'm sure. I mean, we have younger listeners. Like, I'm sure that like that kid has evolved into a new type, and I'm sure yeah. the like the finding it in the woods has translated into something gotta, that we don't know. I mean, there is like a lot That's of what the I discords mean, yeah, for. I, Jump in there. They're pro- yeah, I'm sure Discord. I mean, it's interesting. I just the other day was on like a Google street view one of those like we you know how you can find all kinds of wacky shit on yep. like google street view and earth or whatever i don't even remember what brought me to that for whatever reason it's just one of those things where i'm like every once in a while I'll just be like i wonder what kind of fucked up shit is on google street view and there was like one of them was like you could get inside of a helicopter or like just like glitches and shit but i mean that isn't even close to what the like porn in the woods kid was cuz that kid had so much baggage also like the kid that was that for me, I hope he's not still alive. I mean, I'm, Chris O'Feish, I think he's dead for sure. Chris I'm glad O'Feish. that you're saying the full names because that's 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 my <laughs> dude. That's I my had shit. mine. I'll, I'll dox mine. Kaylee Tellerico, in my <laughs> oh middle my school, God. just straight oh. up like I've tried to look him up before. This kid was like, I don't know the truth about him, but it was one of those kids where 
he was just so out of bounds that you'd hear nutty stuff like, dude, Kay- <laughs> in sixth grade, like Kaylee Tallarico was doing cocaine off his desk yes. today. Like, Amazing. just like <laughs> Kaylee Tallarico, like, he has his own place. You just like hear like yes. crazy rumors, like he has a car. <laughs> like, yes, Chris O'Fanish had so much wild stuff. I mean, first of all, he was a, he was super fascinating and ahead of his time in many ways. Like, in, in fact, like would not be shocked to find out that he was like a time walker or like some kind of like Terminator style time traveler or something. Because he like literally, this kid had he did all the crazy shit. He was also really good. I, I draw, or you know how there's like a difference between like an artist and somebody who can like draw the corn logo wicked good. He was really good at like drawing logos and shit. Mm-hmm. And you could basically be like, ah, oh, Chris, like draw me like a picture of like a, I don't know, Sonic the Hedgehog, but his like dick is out. <laughs> and you'd be like, all right, and you can do it perfectly. And you'd be like, oh shit, hell yeah. And um, anyway, he like he all of like the upgrades that a kid of this sort of vibe. He, I mean, honestly, I guess like school shooter vibe is part of it in a way. In fact, sort of. It was before Columbine, so it wasn't even really a vibe yet. But like, he was ahead his, of his time. He had like, like he had like vampire teeth, like cert, like put in. Like he came to school one day and he had like vampire. Damn. Teeth. And like he did all that cool shit. And he liked me. And all you know, I one thing about myself I do like is I do tend to attract you know a very eclectic group of people. I think people trust that I. I like people who, you know, are well-intentioned. I don't think Chris O'Feish was that. Chris O'Feish uh, put Ellen onto you guys. Oh, my God. I, <laughs> that's the kind of shit Chris O'Feish would say because he was like a pathological liar, too. But, like, the shit that was true about him was so crazy. The way that it like, canceled out the lies was so tricky. Like, you know, one time I went to his play, his house or whatever because my mom was like, you should hang out with that Chris O'Feish boy. Like, don't, you know, like I'm like, I don't know, Mom. Like, people are saying, like, <laughs> that he like is gonna like kill me or whatever, and she'd be like, "Don't like listen to that." I'm like, "Just go over there and like be friends with this this boy or whatever." Blah 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 blah. And so I was like, "All right." And so I go over to his like house or whatever, and it was crazy because he locked me in the bathroom, turned the lights out, and shot me with a super soaker full of bleach through the keyhole, like as like first thing when I got there. And he had like contact <laughs> lenses, like West Borland style and shit. It was just amazing. That what kind do you of think? Shit. Is this to, spelling like, accurate? With super soaker right? full of bleach? Yeah, it would shoot me through the keyhole. It was so scary, you know? Can and, you see uh, this? You hear that? Can you see this, Sean? No! Is that that his, sounds like him. Is that Goth spelling? Zombie. Yeah, that's him. You think Shit. so? Gothy Zombie 808? That would be probably a handle. I'd I mean, this is like, he oh, hasn't fuck. posted since 2011. Ooh, chilling today. Drumming a lot, too. I'm going to work oh, on a few shit. jazz songs. Then, <laughs> who knows? Oh, fuck. That sounds finally, exactly like him. Woo, finally using Twitter. And it's time for bed. Good night. He only has yeah. three tweets. So he think got he, a Twitter. He worked on a couple jazz songs. Then he goes, this is going to be a very long weekend. And he hasn't posted since then. Oh yeah, so he's, it's, it's a fucking long weekend. It's 2011. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ten years. How's your weekend going, Chris? <laughs> Chris, if you're listening... Come back and tell us how the weekend was. It's ten years long. Who follows him? I'll tell you who I know for a fact doesn't follow him, and it's Sal DeFranco. Those two did not get along. Can you imagine if Sal was on his fucking Twitter feed? I would lose my shit right now. Well, I was so. Look, (laughs) I was on Sal's website again, and I don't know if I actually want to pull this up, but I did like the title. I've been dying to just show this to Brandon. He has like a bunch of content on his page, and he has something called the Real Man Show. Oh shit! And I just wanted to acknowledge that, oh, Brandon. Wow. 
Oh, oh Battlegrounds Coffee. Battlegrounds Coffee. Where yeah, is I mean, it? That's, the real that, man That might show. be worth finding out about. I mean, I'm sure it's about being a man, you know, but I, I like that concept. You know, we're big fans of the man show. Oh, my God. Should I, well, should I give it a little click? I have a yeah, feeling yeah, it's be inspirational. One of the biggest oh, another... Sitting still oh, okay. until basically well, you're kind of in a controlled position. You have to be aware, you have to be present, and you have to, you know, do the best you can do. You have to learn from these things. I'm very comfortable that, that if anything goes wrong, they're here to I'm gonna take skip a little bit. <gasps> oh, is this like a pilot? What's up, America? It's time for another episode of The Real Man Show. We are here at... Whoa, Sp that facial hair is nuts. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah, Dan looking. the Instructor, we brought a Navy SEAL... He looks like the Punisher Battlegrounds logo. USA. We brought this guy, Bob, who's interviewing for a job with the Silent Park. Sal is hot. There's and no the way around it. Today is, let's not... It's pause this. What do you let's call roll. that facial hairstyle? This guy has uh, like... Yeah, what do you call it? It's the Punisher logo, kind of. I mean, I don't know. The yeah, guy in the middle right it? there. It's Go not a goatee. It's a modified... It's like a long goatee. It's oh, and there's goatee. no mustache. Goatee without no. a mustache and long. Yeah. yeah. It looks you gotta, like it's you gotta only post available a photo. on like, Nintendo Wii. He looks like You a need meme. to post a photo of this. I will. Okay. Yeah, there's got to yeah, be a wild is... name for that facial hair. I don't know if it has a oh, name. Wait, should we watch a little yeah. bit more? Yeah. Let's not Sal drown. looks good. Let's roll that open. Oh, hell yeah. Pit. See, I don't even get a truck. The manliest show on earth. Okay, so I think Sal is simply a guest on this YouTube show. Wow. Oh, real men. Oh. America. True patriots. Yes. I'm, man up, America. Man. The real man show. I was you know, reading. That's fucked. Reading We're playing so Jimmy Kimmel, actually. Look, I don't know if we need to really watch this, but... Seeing Sal in motion, he's a very good-looking guy. He's nice-looking, yeah. He always has been. Dude, I mean, it's, I, I, I'm, I'm happy to pissed see. Pissed off, honestly. You would love Sal. He's really good at like rock climbing and shit. It seems unfair. Like he was probably really good-looking as a kid. He was. I mean, he looked as good as he does now. He's literally been piping active. people down when he's 12. Absolutely. I wonder what he's probably into. Like, he can probably do some of the craziest sex moves at this point. <laughs> it's fucking unfair. <laughs> It's wild. Sal, I mean, it's nice to see that he's turned out that way. I mean, I guess... He seems to be doing good. Yeah, I'm happy for Sal. I wonder whatever, like, the exercise that's about to happen in that video is, like, how to survive, like, a helicopter crash or something. I mean, we are... It is kind of funny we're sitting here being a little jealous of Sal, and technically you are... Technically you're a rock star, like, by definition. You've performed on Ellen and we're on... I mean, like, you, you're in a successful band. Yeah. But we're still here sitting there, like... I feel like there's... Some jealousy for Sal. This is exactly the same dynamic that I've always had with Sal and Wade. Because, you know, he's like exactly... The, he's like Maverick from Top Gun, another great fucking movie. Yeah. Um, where he's like, you know, that character that is like... Uh, I mean, obviously everyone knows Maverick or whatever. An but, alpha. <laughs> an alpha, yeah. Where it's like, you know, the type of person who breaks all the rules, flies too close to the... you know, like, Alpha? Describing just, an yeah. alpha. The alpha, the alpha guy, or whatever. And, like, even in their hubris, like, somehow that man... Like, even though they kill their best friend for no reason... Sal did not do that. You don't know that. But, I mean, he was probably in a situation more like Top Gun than I have been in. Yeah. But only on a technicality. Although, I mean, in a way, I don't know. Sometimes my life is a lot like Days of Thunder, which really is just Top Gun in cars. But... <laughs> but, at any, but it is funny because, like, Sal has... Yeah, he's sort of always been, like, this... Um, there's like a I pr there's something about him that I 
feel like is a projection or a, a kind of standard for a dude that I just on like do you want to call him up level. I guess I could try to call him. I mean, I bet I, wonder, I could find his. I bet I could find his phone number for you with my detective skills. Maybe we should call. But so. okay, I mean, even if we don't call him, I did want to <laughs> pivot because before the podcast, you were saying you wanted to do some prank calls, right? Yeah, but I don't I think did. I don't think we prank call Sal. I think like Sincerely if anything, call Sal. yeah, to be like, hey man, like, do you remember me? Oh my god, I would love. You just to came do up that. on a podcast and like. I would be if I, I could mean, find his phone number. Do you want to try it? Just at least give it a shot. Right. I would love to do that. You know what? We're gonna go to a commercial break really quick. I'm gonna see if I can find this phone number using my detective skills, and we'll be right back. All right, we're back. So, are you down to? I, I successfully found two numbers associated with Sal. We're not gonna say the numbers on air. Do not don't don't even accidentally, but. Are you down to give him a call and see say what's up? I'd love to call Sal. I'd love to see if I can get through to him. We have two. So one might be... They might both be a wrong number. Sure. But maybe not. Let me see. It looks like... Yeah, I'll just try them. Um, I'm going to try the first one now. Yeah. Okay. Let's see what Speakerphone. Speakerphone. Brandon, are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh man. Wireless customer, you are calling. Okay. We got to try the other okay. one. Okay. It's a dud, but let's see. So funny that the oh never mind I can't say that part. Um, let's try this one. We could always call the coffee shop and ask for Sal. That's true. Oh, oh. this one. It's working. a landline. Nobody picks up because they're like, "Who the fuck is it?" But I, I have a Massachusetts number too. Hi, you've reached the Perrys. Ooh, the Perrys. Well, that oh, we can maybe fuck. Do something with the Perrys another time. Who are the Perrys? I don't know. That's just it's my fault, sad. I guess. So but, um, this but all yeah. started because you told me in advance that you like want to do prank. You want to do a prank call on here. Like, who do you normally prank call? Well, so I've done a couple of prank calls. One time I prank called like a um, a billboard that was you know those billboards you see on the highway that are for like you know like uh, if you die tonight. Like, will you go to heaven or hell or whatever? And you, yeah. like, the idea is, like, call this phone number to make sure that, like, I'm, I guess what I ended up finding they try out to is. convert the, you. Yeah. And the phone number really is kind of like you can, you find out. Like, you tell them, like, so I've done this, that, and the other thing. And they're like, oh, yeah, hell bound for sure. Mm-hmm. But I called one, yeah, recently and was like, trying to make it seem like, I was like, so I have this friend, right? And he, like, loves, like, like bodega boner pills, you know, like he just, you know, not me, but like a friend of mine, right? Like it, it wouldn't be like a sin, like a hellbound sin if you just like, just like crammed a bunch of those bodega boner pills, you know, just trying to get this guy, yeah. give, feed this guy the image of like somebody just like recreationally having like weird erections and beating off or whatever. And uh, it was just kind of nice because the guy clearly has kind of like a script that he reads off of and tells me about how like my friend is like a, Hellbound Sinner. I'm sure I have a recording of it somewhere that I can pull up. But it was just like, just like stuff like that where people they like have to stay on the line because I I don't I have to be honest with you I I don't really have the courage to call places that where the person if they got mad might like come after me or something like the long yeah. long potion castle shit. Like I respect it. I really think it's awesome. But I like the idea of you know providing like an exciting experience for you know both make it interesting for them. You know. Yeah. And I've, you know, I've got this Dick's Sporting Goods BJ's 
one that I've like wanted to do for a while, but like I don't know that it's ready to test out in this situation. Now I'm also thinking so much about Sal, but like I don't know. The thing is, with that, the prank- is your dream prank is like where you link. You were kind of telling me about it off pod, but I think you there's a Dick Sporting Goods and then there's a BJ's Brew House. Is that what it's called? Like BJ's, well, it's BJ's Wholesale. It's like a you know the Costco. Um, oh, you have a different BJ's. Rival. We have a B- BJ's. It's like a you know like almost like an elevated Chili's. Oh out no here. shit! Oh, you're thinking of the oh, yeah. No, I I I knew which BJ's he was talking about. Yeah, this is sort, like a right. you know bulk. You know, this is where you buy like a trampoline and like all the you know. BJ's like restaurant is what I was thinking. Like a of. Sam's Club type. The Sam's, yeah, type yeah, totally. City. BJ's yeah. Brew House, restaurant and brew house, Southern California chain of restaurants. Wow, that's so interesting yep. how that kind of shit happens. The regional, like, there's not. There's, I wonder if there's just like a lawsuit that's always going on between these people. You know, you can't copyright BJ. You so can't you copyright to, a BJ. You wanted to link them together in a way that's like immature. Like yeah, this immature. Dicks. Like this is BJ's. Sort of you know? like force them into a situation where they're you know very you know uh, inspired by the Longmont Potion Castle calls with where he'll like you know somehow through like multi. I guess he has like a call like an operator kind of. Bo- I don't know whatever it is that he has going. Have you ever done prank calls, Brendan? No. Really? Not not really. You've never done any prank call. No, I was never really a prank call guy. In your childhood? No. Not even One time a friend. I tried Have you ever like... TP'd a house? Ooh. No. None. No, I was I was I was respectful as a kid. Hey, did you do anything bad as a kid? No. You were just a good boy. Wow. Yes. I don't think I knew. <laughs> I don't think I fully realized that four years in. I knew like. No, you knew I was a I was a good I was a good kid. I was a good. I boy. knew you didn't do certain things incidentally. No, I respected the rules. Those I didn't the, know it was like have to full on rule following. You have to know them to break them. What was the first bad thing you did, Brandon? Like early rule break where you're what like. What do you mean? I mean, I, I guess break. like smoking weed in high school. So but you went like, zero to smoking weed? Or was there yeah, like, that's oh, I snuck crazy. out of my house at night? Like, was there like, oh shit. Like, I I'm, wasn't really, no, I wasn't like sneaking out of my house at night, no. Huh. You just went to weed. I feel like that's usually yeah, like, it's yeah. like a ramp. You know, did you t- were you in like AP classes in high school? And stuff? Yeah, yeah. See, oh, you were like, an AP boy. I was in AP and IB classes. Yeah, I didn't know you that were an AP. Sense. I can get not I like get full across the board, but no, I like kept it all. I kept it all really above board until until I was, uh, you know, grown. You probably had a lot of good, you know. Yeah, you were too, you know, you were a maverick kind of situation, too smart for your own good, you know. Yeah, you're buzzing the tower and whatnot. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, I was, you know. It was a gifted child. I love that because then even if you did do something bad, like that also brings out how much people like care and are concerned about you. You know, when you do like a bad thing as like a smart kid, people are just like, yeah. "Come on, like we." Uh, he's like, wasting Jump. his potential. For every kid that they're saying that like they're better than that about, there's you know so many other kids out there that nobody's saying that to. <laughs> I mean, I was gonna tell you guys about how whenever we got back to Ellen. She can't, we, like, we played Stone and Starving this last time for her because she had wanted, you know, she really wanted the first time and we didn't do it. And then this time we agreed to do it. And you it was had, kind of strange because, like, she'd come up to us when we were sound checking, I guess, and um, was like, you know, I was really hoping, you know, you guys might play Stone and Starving. Like, it's, you know, Portia and I listen to it all the time at home. 
uh, and we like tease each other. We used it to like tease each other. And I was like, oh. And at, in like the moment, I'd felt like somehow I just like was friends with Ellen, you know, like we'd been there before. I just felt like, you know, it was a familiar setting. I just sort of was like all of a sudden in a conversation with her, like as if she were as like a familiar acquaintance that yeah. I just would start talking to. But like that, like that sensation only lasted for like a couple of seconds when I completely fucking bailed, you know? And it was like, it occurred to me once I saw those like piercing blue eyes again, I was like, oh my fucking God, like this woman doesn't have any idea who I am. Like now I'm just like talking, I'm just like saying fucking words. And I had that thing happen where I like, like I tripped up where I'm like became so self-aware that like my mouth was just saying things as my brain was trying to be like, what the fuck are you doing? And it was like, oh no, the mouth is still on. I'm and, confused uh, what she meant by teasing each other with a well, song. Well, that's the thing. So so what, she, what does that mean? Well, that was the thing like, that was crazy. How does the it, song like go? Like, what? How would they tease each other with it? It makes no sense. It would be like it would be a it would be de- like kind of deranged way to tease somebody. Is it like, sexual yes, like, or like mean? I don't like what. Yeah, she'd be like because she also said something where she was like, you know, like we're always saying like to each other, like, oh, you're so like stoned and starving, like you know, I guess like high <laughs> and hungry. Oh. Like, oh, so I'm like, that's cool. Like, I guess I get it. Like, so then. In my head, I'm thinking like, oh, so you smoke a lot of weed and like, get and eat food or whatever. Ellen, Ellen's smoking that, but she was really quick to like correct herself and be like, I mean, well, Porsche's stoned. I'm not. Like all of a sudden, the story oh. turned into like, so you're like a not high person, like, fuck, like psychologically brain numbing your wife who's high about being hung. Like it was just such a deranged like image in my head where I was like, okay, I guess we can play that song, but. She was like, but I heard you retired it and you're not playing it anymore. And we were like, oh, yeah, like we stopped playing it for a while, but we actually are doing it again, so we'll do it. And she's like, oh, great. And I was like, yeah, you know, like it came out of retirement, like a cop. Like when a cop comes out of retirement <laughs> and the cop gets his gun and his badge back. <laughs> and I just said all that shit out loud. <laughs> at her. Were, you, were you high? I guess, maybe, a little, but like, not that You know when much. a cop shoots somebody and it's questionable and they I fire like, him, but then the union fights the case and he gets his job back <laughs> a year later? Like the most the record. Like I felt like I had to be like, you know, like, what, that's, like, that's what we get, did to the song. Yeah, you get what, like, coming out of retirement is with a gun and a badge or whatever. And like, I just watched her, like, that piercing blueness in her eyes just like, fade into a kind of grayness, you know? And I was like, oh my God. It was like watching like a, like a Terminator die or something. And I was just like, I can't believe I said all that shit out loud like that. And she gets kind of like floated away. And then I just tried to play it off like nothing had happened. And I like looked at Austin and he was just like, like a gun <coughs> and a badge for a cop out of retirement is what you just said out loud? Why? And I was like, I don't even know. And that, so that was sort of like our whole interaction with Ellen, which is very, very odd. But I will say that, to be fair, it's just as weird to think that she's like psychologically tormenting her wife who's high about like, like I picture her dangling like Swedish fish in front of her like high wife. That's just as crazy as the thing I said. Yeah. Is that is she the most famous person you've met? No. I mean, she's I mean, pretty I guess t- up there. I wonder who the most famous. Was person. it the most starstruck you've been? No, I think when we played on Conan, Sasha Bear, Sasha Baron Cohen was the guest, and he let me wear his. He was wearing like a ten-gallon cowboy hat, and he let me wear it while we played. Oh, sick! And that was cool. I mean, yeah. I don't know. It depends. I feel like there've definitely been. I mean, the the Fred Durst one was weird at the time when I met Fred Durst in West Borland. 
we were I had done this thing where I stopped using Facebook or whatever, but like I I was retiring it, kind of like a cop with a gun. <laughs> totally. And yeah. the way that I like kind of like phased out of Facebook was I started to just every day at noon, I set a goal where I was like, my Facebook is now for like, uh, I'm just going to post an episode of that show Wings, you know, like the, that stupid show Wings. It's like a, about like a private yeah, 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 yeah. on Nantucket or whatever. I, the, every episode of that show is on YouTube. And, I, and it's like nine seasons or something. And I was like, I'm just every day at noon, I'm going to post an episode in chronological order of Wings until Wings, until I've posted every episode. And then once the last episode is done, I am not going to use Facebook anymore. And I did it. I really committed to it. Probably one of the, cra- <laughs> like, seriously, one of the most. Uh, Very fascinated how this comes <laughs> to Fred Durst. Well, so basically what would happen is every day I'd kind of make my status at noon or whatever, like a little stupid joke about Wings, the TV show, and then a link to the YouTube video. And then people started just thinking it was like, you know, it went on for such a long time because there's so many episodes of that show that people just like had a whole wave of people like being like, this is fucking hilarious. You're such a wacky guy to like, you know, I'm still doing it even though like, it's n- clearly not funny anymore. Yeah. And like it, there's like a big lull for a long stretch of time. And then Austin had come up with the idea of where he was like, I'll, maybe I'll do like the weather. I'll be like the weatherman. And I was like, sure, whatever. I don't give a fuck. Like it doesn't, I'm just doing this now because I like committed to it. And it's just like, I feel like I have to or whatever. Yeah. And um, so he started doing this thing where he would record himself while we were on tour doing the weather, but it was always kind of weird. Like he'd be like, Today in Berlin, it's dark out and the and it's raining. Like it was just like surreal and like ridiculous. And uh, after that kind of got people, I don't know, excited again. Uh, I just started asking random people on tour if they would do the weather. And Fred Durst was one of the people who agreed to do it. And oh, wow. his was so crazy. I mean, I, I guess it's on my Facebook somewhere. But he was like really into it. He was super nice about it. And um, like in person. Yeah, in person, it was like, oh my god, dude! It was like the two like rival hemispheres of my brain. In this, it was the Reading and Leeds festival, and we played like exactly in the middle, set time wise, as American football and Limp Biscuit, which I like honestly, I couldn't, I couldn't think of two other two better bands to like, basically, perfectly describe my like musical. Like American football to Limp Bizkit. There's some, like, that bookends, like, a lot. It unpacks a lot about my, like, personality. So I could, ta- I could talk you know to, what? Like, Mike. I think I have Kinsella. a perfect final thing to end this yes. podcast with that I just discovered. <laughs> yes. Is this it? Yes. Okay. Hello, all. We're doing the weather again. Fred's going to do it. We're in Reading today. What's the weather like, Fred? <laughs> the weather. There's people living behind those clouds. I think he's right. Nippoli. Nippoli. Thanks, Fred. Nippoli. A little sunny, a little too sunny for this region. There are people living behind those clouds. Oh, my God. Dude, that is a very nice commitment on Fred's part. Wow. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah, I've always, you know, I've, I've always really He went for it. Uh, yeah. Fred, Fred seems like the man. I know, yeah. I want to get him on the podcast. Uh, We've been you trying. Know, you let me know I think you, you can do it. I mean, if that PD guy, you guys are friends with him, yeah, right? Yeah, no, I've talked to him about it. 
He said, yeah, he got him to go on that tarp or whatever. I mean, I feel like I could, yeah, I have questions about it. You know, he has, PD has his own Fred favors, but we're in line behind. Nice. That's what I like to hear. Once PD's like, you know, once Fred's a groomsman in PD's wedding or whatever, I feel like then then we'll be able to get him on. I mean, Um, yeah, because he has uh, Bob Weir too, and that that Bob Weir in a mirror. That was, I don't know how he pulled that one off. Unbelievable. Crazy. That was crazy. But Sean, I know you have to go. Thank you so much for coming on the pod. Thanks so much for having me. I, I know, you know, I really wanted you to reconnect with Sal, but would you please try and like, you know, I sent you his Instagram. Maybe you guys can link up and maybe yes. report back if you guys are friends, you know? I'll be in touch. I'm looking forward to, to catching up with Sal. Thank you guys so much. Thanks for Even, coming you know, on. Do you have any, give him a shot. Do you I have any plugs? Oh God, you know, Parquet Courts, you know, new album, Sympathy for Life is out now, Ben out now. Please listen to it. And, you know, just like, Look me up on the internet. S E A N Y E A T O N. You're gonna like. All right, there it is. Thanks. Oh, also, uh, yeah, February nineteenth, uh, last minute show at the Elysian. If you live in LA, me and Jamel are gonna be doing thirty minutes each. And also starting March sixth, Sunday, March sixth. Uh, there's gonna be a monthly. I'm bringing back the monthly show in Ooh. LA every uh, the first Sunday of every month at uh, the Elysian. So, Hell yes. Oh, the Elysian. Okay. That's great news, Brandon. Great, great place. Yeah. I like that venue. All right. Thank you, Sean. Thanks, Have guys. Have a good day. I See appreciate you. it. Bye.